Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster, here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? I'm alright. I hope you don't uh, hear that. Uh, my dog's licking his uh, privates in the background here. He's not as loud he as he was before, but he's... he's where his uh, privates used to be? He's still at it. Well, I mean, they're still privates. <laughs> well, it still... sounds like they're publics, the way he's going at them. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, like, he's, hey, he's... check it out. He's getting in there, but he's uh, he's he's not as loud as he was. So I decided to start start the program, and hopefully the noise cancellation will edit it out. So I don't know about you, but I have hit my tip over switch. I am I'm I'm done complying with this stuff. Um, I posted on the Facebook page a uh, uh, a Twitter post from uh, Jesse Kelly saying uh, he's a uh, political commentator down in Texas saying that none of this stuff is going away. None of these regulations are being repealed until we just ignore them. You know, he says, uh, no politician has ever given up any power ever. It's never happened. And it got me to thinking about, uh, you know, where this could go and how this could end. And I started to think of just sort of the whole story of the Berlin wall. Um, and how that really started with them drawing a line halfway down the city, you know, saying, hey, this side's for one, this side's this side, and that side's that side, and people were passing over it and everything. And so they added, you know, some uh, obstacles. And then next thing you know, years later, they've got these full-blown walls with guard turrets and everything. Uh, and it was that way for a long time. I think about 50 years um, from my math could be wrong there, but, uh, you know, and all these stories of people trying to escape and everything, but do you know, do you know the story of how the Berlin wall fell? Uh, no, no, I do not. So, and I'm going to get some of these details wrong, but the story is pretty close. Uh, you know, so they have all of the, um, you know, agreements with Reagan and everything and the, the behind the iron curtain are sort of loosening up a little bit, but, you know, still very, still very adversarial. And one day they have some, whether it's a city council meeting or whatever, and and uh, just sort of in passing, so this documentary on this, that they were allowing passes to go back and forth through the city. Someone just, one of the council people or whatever it was that they, I know it's not a city council, but whatever it was that they had there uh, was saying that. And, and some news reporter or something was saying, wait, what did he just say? And so people were going to the and getting these passes, like to go to West Berlin. Hmm. It was like all of a sudden they'd kind of semi relaxed it. And next thing you know, the guards are sort of overwhelmed with these people having passes and people are coming and going. And the guards are like, I don't know what's going on here. I can't, I, I mean, I'm way oversimplifying this. But it started with just, you know, this stuff getting relaxed just a little bit and people took advantage and, pretty soon these there were too many people coming and going and you know the guards aren't going to try and shoot everybody and plus they've got these passes for it next thing you know they're climbing up on the walls 
thinking because they get a little bold and uh, they shoot some of them with the water cannons and they're not getting down. Next thing you know, there are hundreds of people on here. And then there's pickaxes that come out and pretty soon it's just a fucking party. Hmm. And they're tearing this wall down. And I think that's where we need to go with this. We need to just start, you know, you walk into the grocery store and they say, and I know you've been doing a lot of this, um, you know, walk into the grocery store and if they say, you know, you got to wear a mask, just go, hmm, can't, and keep walking on in. And if they say, well, you can't be here without a mask, we're going to ask you to leave, just go, okay, and leave. Yeah. You know, don't fight them. Don't try and be cute. Don't give them the, these are my rights and blah, blah, blah. Just go, yeah, I'm leaving. And if I got to wear a mask, I'm not coming back. Uh, and when, the, so I have a cop friend who told me this, he said, just, he goes, I don't wear a mask anywhere. He says, I've only been asked to leave two places and all the time I've been doing it. He says, right now I'm in a, a sporting goods store walking around without one and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. I know a cop that does the same thing, but yeah. And he said, just say, just say, if they tell you to wear one, say, I can't. And if they say, well, then you have to leave, go, okay and leave. He goes, don't pick a fight, don't do anything. And he says, and if the cops show up and say, you know, you're trespassing, you're not trespassing until you've trespassed. In other words, someone has to tell you, you're not welcome here, you have to leave, and then you have to come back. Right. Right? Yep. Um, but he says, if the cops show up and say they're going to write you something for trespass, just say, yeah, well, I'm not sticking around because they're, they're not arresting you. And he said, no matter what they do, don't give them your ID. Just don't do it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, none of that is news to me, but, you know, I've been doing this sort of thing where, you know, if I'm at my local grocery store, cause my wife has a fairly high profile job in the public and, uh, I don't want her to catch a bunch of shit from the people in our town over it, but I've pretty much come to the conclusion with the exception of the local grocery store where we run into everyone we know, which would cause her a problem. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, but I mean, what... for the most part, I've been not doing it anyway. Uh, when restaurants were open and we walked into them, you know, you wear the mask to walk in because otherwise they won't seat you. Yeah. But if I get up to go to the restroom, don't put it on. If I'm walking out, I don't put it on. I just I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And I haven't gotten any shit from anybody. You say you don't want to cause a problem for your wife, but I mean, is it just a social issue or a social? Is it just like gossipy stuff that you're worried about? I no, 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 no. It would be a work issue. Okay. All right. I, was, I, I mean, just it would, wanted to it clarify would that. Be a, yeah. Without elaborating, it would be a work okay. issue. Yeah. Um, would it cause her to lose her job? No, but it would make her, it would make her job very uncomfortable. Um, and again, that's just at the, you know, local Target and grocery store that we go to. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I'm just not doing it anymore. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to sort of start civilly disobeying. Yeah. Know? And I think if you have a kind of a talk with your wife about it, I mean, she might be on board saying, no, let's just go ahead. I mean, people, everybody needs to start going, Hey, regardless of the, you know, the stress it'll cause with, uh, with my coworkers or whatever, um, you know, let's do it. Let's everybody not, don't comply anymore, but it's going to take that. It's just like, um, with the shutdowns, you know, they have to, they, these businesses have to open and all of them, like not just one guy here that gets arrested and then people go, Hey, I'm praying for you and I'm going to protest. Well, that's not going to help. The other business owners have to open. Everybody has to open, you know, that's the only way to yeah. do it. Did you see the uh, video of the guy, um, 
in front of the shop that was shut down that uh, was kind of his rallying cry saying, you know, um, you know, we, we all need to open and, and the cops, you know, you need to need to quit being the Gestapo for the, uh, for these edicts. Do you see this guy? Was that the Max Public House place or was yeah, that? Oh, no, so. it was the guy in Michigan. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the guy walked be, up yeah, to the be, reporter. Yeah, Beauty and the Beta headed on their podcast. Yeah, I've yeah. got yeah. it kind of queued up here if you want to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right, I'm out here in front of Max Public House, 130 Lincoln Avenue, being raided by the fucking sheriff's department, okay? This tiny little place trying to make a fucking living, okay? 350 people on an airplane, thousands of planes, okay? This close to each other, Costco's open, Home Depot, people lined up, backed up with each other. This guy can't open his fucking business. It's shame on you fucking people. Shame on everybody for letting this fucking happen. There should be a thousand people out here right now when they're getting fucking raided by the goddamn Gestapo. If they fear you, they won't fuck with you. You understand what I'm saying? Get the fuck out here tomorrow night. Where were these people? Were Black Lives Matter and Antifa were burning down our city? Where were they? Where? No. Yeah. Did you hear that? Okay. So, no. you didn't hear any of that? No. Hmm. Okay. That's weird. But you... I, I've heard the video, though. Okay. Well, there's also, after that clip, there's a guy that goes... Uh, talking about the police where were they when black lives matter and antifa were here burning down the town where the fuck were they and now they're fucking after us talking about the yeah. police it's like yeah exactly you're all these people that back the blue are gonna are gonna stop back in the blue you know well and look i'm gonna be clear i'm not i'm not saying we need to cause damage and we need to you know storm the castle with pitchforks and torches kind of thing what I'm saying is we need to just start saying, no, I'm not doing that. And uh, there was a guy at the Max Public House uh, protest in Staten Island who said the cops need to start being afraid. And you've brought this up before. And uh, I, I, I think that's true. And I saw that in both the both the Max Public House uh, protest where, you know, there's probably – I don't know, from what I could tell in the video, eight to 12 cops sort of blocking the front door. And there's probably easily three to 500 people outside of that, um, that restaurant. And, you know, I, I'm not saying go after the cops. That's not what I mean. But the cops need to start wising up to the idea that you get a couple of nut jobs in that crowd and it's all over for them. Yeah. Um, you know, if they storm that restaurant there's nothing those cops are going to be able to do to stop it and i thought about this after seeing that you know the the video with the woman whose name i forget she owns the pineapple hill saloon in uh sherman oaks california and she posted that video um i put it on her facebook page of you know how her restaurant's been closed down even though she spent all this money to have this outside dining area but 50 feet away they're filming a tv show and they've got the setup for it and everything. And she's like, this is basically the same thing I've got. Um, and, and so she says, this is a slap in the face. I'm losing my business. And these guys are allowed to do that. They had to get a permit from the city, the city that told them you can't open restaurants, yeah. but said you could do this. And well, so different, there different were rules people... for different strata, different, uh, you know, there's the elites and there's this, the working class people that pay the taxes. Right. So this is Mayor Garcetti in Los Angeles uh, who allowed this to happen and has uh, outright banned 
unnecessary walking. If you just want to go outside for a walk, well, that's illegal. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> um, you have to be walking to the store. You have to be doing some essential thing. I mean, this is bullshit. This is a banana republic kind of edicts that he's thrown out there. So people go to his house to protest. And I don't know how many there were. I really don't because I couldn't really tell by the video. But there were, there might have been a couple hundred people there. And so the cops came. And I'm sorry. Shame on those cops yeah. for showing up. Because this is the guy who says defund the cops. I believe he's already cut the budget for the L.A. Uh, police Department. Uh, why they went to defend him, I don't know. But there's one point, Beauty and the Beta showed the video. Uh, there's a female cop, and I don't know what happened before the video or what happened after, but she's standing there, two hands swinging a baton to keep a couple people at bay who didn't really look like they were trying to get at her. Now, maybe they had been, and they'd backed off, and they started filming at that point. But again, if these people decide that they've had enough, and I'm sorry, getting hit by the cops with batons for showing up to protest could be one of those sort of triggering moments. Right. If they decide they're going to go right over the top of these cops and into Garcetti's house and haul him out, there's nothing those cops can do to stop him. And I'm not saying that should happen, but the police need to start thinking about how that can happen. And they need to start thinking about what side they're on are they on the side of people in America saying, look, I want my liberty. I just want to move about. I want to open my business. I want to be able to feed my kids and my employees. Or do they want to be on the side of the rich people in the palaces saying, uh, yeah, stop the peasants, but I'm going to take away your funding. Yeah, the, the Democrats that are out flaunt, uh, flaunting that they can, or they're, they're not trying to flaunt it, but they really are flaunting that they, they can do whatever they want whenever they want. The fact that they're oh. getting caught at it is kind of surprising. Why um, wasn't Gavin Newsom? Why wasn't Gavin Newsom charged for being out no. at uh, the French? Well, laundry? I mean, he he gave a, a heartfelt uh, news press conference about how you know he needs to be better. He needs to practice what he preaches. Well, the so. day after him, the mayor of uh, San Francisco went to the French Laundry. Uh, yeah. She did the exact same thing the day after he did. Was that Beetlejuice? Uh, no, that's, uh, that's uh, Lightfoot. Uh, She's a oh, Beetlejuice is the mayor of Chicago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't um, she, oh yeah. She went on, she went out after, um, after the election and got into a big rally where she had a megaphone and yeah, big crowd of people. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other, uh, the other one was, uh, the mayor of Austin, Texas is saying, Hey, look, we need to stay home. We need to be careful. We can't just go out and do all this. He sent that in a video message while he was in Cabo at a wedding. <laughs> um, so so I think there's like seven, eight, need... or nine of these videos, or uh, I've seen of these Democrat mayors and governors just, you know, disregarding everything they they've been preaching. Um, you know, going to restaurants when they say they, they this is the a, a big uh, super spreader. These restaurants we got to shut them down, and they'll, they'll go to the restaurant right, you know, the day before they they, you know, do the shutdown order. Or, or even after, um, they'll you know they'll go visit family when you know and have multiple friends over for parties. And guess what? It's all Democrat, all of it. 
There's yeah. not one well, Republican that's got caught doing got gotten caught doing that yet. The, yeah, that I has don't to tell you something. There hasn't been a yeah. Republican. Do you, do you do you do you have have you had any conversations with any Democrat friends about the hypocrisy of the of the Democrats and the left? And you know, you, you sit there and you tell them about that, and they just roll their heads and go, "There's hypocrisy on both sides." Shut the fuck up at this point. Look, I'll be honest. I haven't talked to my Democrat friends lately. I haven't. Either. I just haven't. And well, actually, I haven't is, talked politics. The reason is, to be honest, I can't. I can't stomach the willful uh, ignorance that they demonstrate when it comes to these things. Just like you're saying, I, to be honest, if I said to them, hey, look at that hypocrisy, and they just rolled their eyes at me and said, it's on both sides, um, I'd fucking explode. Yeah. Because I need proof of that. Don't and, and I'm sick and tired of hearing, well, you know it happens. It's like, yeah, okay, then... I'm not saying it doesn't, and if it does, then point it out because that should be. But that's trash also too. their their response doesn't doesn't acknowledge how wrong it is. You well, know, exactly. It, it's just it's it's just it's a, it's making an excuse. You go, well, is that not right? Well, I mean, everybody does it. I mean, then fuck you. Well, to be honest, you know what? Most of my Democrat friends have jobs with companies that are not laying them off. They're not. Uh, they're not cutting back their salaries, none of that stuff. So these are all people who say, you know, hey, it's not so bad. We just need to stay home. Well, it's like you're staying home and getting paid. Yeah, they don't have businesses to run with with uh, em- employees that rely on that paycheck that are that are not getting work now. They don't, yeah. they don't have to deal with that. They don't have the the pressure of that of of not just yourself to deal with and and your family or whatever your your cat or whatever the hell you've got. Uh, to take care well, of you, you've got I, you've got your family and you've got a bunch of employees that are relying on that job that that you no longer have money or revenue coming in to pay them for and it's coming up in the holidays well i want to be clear about what i am and am not advocating i'm not advocating starting fights and uh getting into it with the cops and things like that but what i am advocating is simply ignore and refuse to abide by this ridiculous shit. If you're in Los Angeles, Nick Searcy's doing this, the actor. He's taking uh, uh, videos of himself walking every day. He's like, I'm out in Los Angeles, I'm walking, blah, blah. He's basically daring people to come arrest him. Yeah. You know, if that's the case in yours, then, then go for a walk. If you are in a neighborhood where one of these restaurants that shut down opens up, go to that restaurant. Just go there and spend money. Do whatever. Don't wear your fucking mask. Don't just don't do any of this stuff. Unless I'm you, not and, saying and, and cause I, trouble. And I'm just saying it's time to civilly disobey. And go ahead and wear your mask if you're if you have compromised immune or something, if you have a health problem, or if you have some sort of cold or something, and you're not trying, you're trying not to get people sick with a cold. Go ahead and wear your mask. But it, well, actually, see, if you're I, sick, I stay the like fuck home. Should, really, I feel like we shouldn't even have to say that. Yeah. Uh, I but like, I don't want people to go, oh, you know, you're telling people not to wear a mask now? What if they want to? Okay, wear your mask. I'm not going to come up and harass you for wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, but I've been watching videos lately of, uh, you know, people recording outside. I saw a video, and I, I don't know where this was. Um, it was a compilation video. So it was like one clip after another. So it, there was not a lot of context to it. But some woman was recording, picked up her phone and started recording because she was outside at some, you know, park, some reserve or something. And some older guy was walking by 
and he's telling her to put on her mask. And she's like, I'm outside. I don't need a mask. And he says, you put on that mask. She goes, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And he's like, selfish. Like as he's walking away. And then you see his, this guy's like wife or something come in the frame. And she's like trying to hustle him along saying, okay, come on, come on. So what, what does he do? He turns around because he, he's not, he's not um, satisfied since she didn't put her mask on. And she's like, okay, you have a good day. You know, whatever. Comes up and he goes, takes his mask off and goes, I have COVID and starts spitting on her. Like three, four times, just spits on her. And the That's wife, assault. Yeah, the wife comes up behind, is like, you know, grabbing at his arm to pull him away. And uh, this, you know, th- this is the kind of shit where this dude needs, don't just sit there. If you see something like that happening, you need to step up. You need to do something. And you well, need, you need I'm to no, put this guy down. Not, I'm, I'm not no telling lawyer. him to kill him. I'm just saying, like, s- put him on his ass. Right. I'm no lawyer, but I think if, uh, I believe, from what I've seen before, if someone who believes... Uh, whether they have it or not, uh, try spitting on you going, oh, I've got, it's, it's assault with intent to harm. I mean, it's no different. If you go in and you rob a bank with a fake gun, the charge is the same as no, with the loaded sp- gun. Spitting regardless on anybody's assault. So, I mean. No, but my, yeah, my point is he's not only spitting, he's saying he has COVID. Yeah. And whether or not I mean, but, he but has it, it shows the charge you, It shows case. you the self-righteousness of these fucking lemmings. And the, and the anger they have, because there's that other video I referenced in our last um, show where the guy was in the store telling the woman to put her ma- fucking mask on. And he's like looking around to get support and nobody's really supporting him. And he's like, he's like, doesn't it make you angry that she's not wearing her mask and we have to? It's like, you don't, you fucking lemmy. Take your fucking mask off, you fucking low T little ballless sack of fucking jello. Oh, I hate Why is fuckers. it always... Why is it always men talking to women about this stuff? Why is it always a guy barking at a woman about put your mask on? Well, I did see another video where some guy was in, it looked like it might have been California. Some guy was standing in a checkout line of grocery store and he wasn't wearing his mask. He had one thing in his hand. So I think it might have been one of those self checkouts, but it might have been backed up. And some asshole sitting there harassing him about, put your fucking mask on. And this guy's like, I don't need it, whatever. Some other asshole comes up behind him with like a tote, like a tote bucket that he must have filled up with water in the bathroom or something and dumps it over his head. The the guy that didn't have the mask on. Not oh, the guy really? That, not the guy that was harassing him. The guy that, so so they, they were ganging up on this guy, you know, just like, you know, like mob mentality lemmings. Yeah, you know, and and strength in numbers kind of stuff, and that's another thing we need to talk about: strength in numbers. You know, you you can't start, you can't go to rallies, you can't go, you know, to situations where where you know you're gonna be with a crowd of these fucking lemmings because they'll they'll the the mob mentality makes them dangerous. Well, unless you've got a large group of people of your own there with you, yeah. you know. I mean, you have to start, you have to start grouping up. And I saw another video. I mean. This is where you and I might, I might be a little more extreme on this. You're saying just don't, don't comply, and I'm like, well, I think there's going to be a point where we have to interject. There's a, a few scenes I saw of officers really going after people, where it's like, you know, remember we were talking about the girl, woman that went to the football game, the yep. high school football game, got tased, uh, and people were just like, hey, that's not cool, and that was like the biggest response. It's like that, mm-hmm. no, that's not cool. Stand the fuck up, do something. But I, I get it. You're not you're not looking to get shot by police. I, I understand. But there is a video of a guy that his son, I think his son was like a, a teenager, took his mask off or it was in a in a shopping center. And the video started with the dad getting arrested. And he had his mask on. The father had a mask on. And the son's recording. He's like, because I took my mask off, 
because I was uncomfortable. I was having trouble breathing. I took my mask off. They're arresting my dad right now. And, you know, I don't know the context, but if that was the situation, you see that happening, you need to step up. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to end up getting thrown in jail if I see something like that. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, like, you know, square up with the police because, you know, you're just asking to get shot at that point. But yeah, I, I am going to I am going to take I'm not. I will. I won't have my mask. I, I don't have masks on anyways, but, you know, I'll make sure they see I'm there. I don't have my fucking mask. You better fucking arrest me, too. And, th- you know, everybody else stand the fuck up and take your masks off. You fucking lemmings. You, do you do you want to be under the thumb of an oppressive government? Do you want to live live your life like in fear and have the government controlling you? Because that's what they're setting up right now. Well, I was, and I'll, I'll admit, I'm going to call myself out on this. I was in, uh, I was in Target the other day, again, Target right by our house. And given my wife's position, I don't want to want her to catch all the shit, but it's pretty busy. And there's a lot of people in there. Everybody's got a mask on. And this one woman, probably mid to late thirties, maybe not even that old, three kids in her cart. One of them certainly old enough to wear a mask. One of them certainly too young to wear one. So it could have been that two of her kids needed them or one. Uh, None of them wearing masks. And I'm sitting there going, damn it, this chick's got bigger balls than I do. You know? And my point in all this is you think you're standing by yourself in this. I don't think you are. I think there are plenty of other people who have gotten to this point. It does depend on where you're at. I mean, there there are parts of the city where you're going to be outnumbered by the, uh, you know, by the uh, Kool-Aid drinkers and by the uh, useful idiots. You're, there's going to be a whole lot of them. It just depends on where you're at. You yeah. Have to, you have to know your environment. You go into a, you know, you go into a, a ghetto cub and, you know, someone barks at you about an hour in a mask, you're probably going to get ganged up on pretty quick. They're going to ask you to put your max on. Yeah. Yeah. Ax you real nicely. Yeah. They're so, going to ask you real but, nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, or or you'll get what you you saw these these uh, these asshole um, and it seemed like older guys usually um, going up to women and harassing them and I'm like I mean I swear to God nobody better do that in front of me it's yeah. not gonna end it's not gonna end well for 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 me either I'll I'll probably end up in jail <laughs> you know I don't want that but I'm going to I'm just just a reality well I'll I'll bail you out All but right, you good. know you don't need bail anymore because unless you've in Minneapolis <laughs> unless you've committed a crime. In excess of thirty-five thousand dollars of damage, they don't have. They don't have. Uh, isn't that uh, isn't that amazing? No bail anymore. Yeah. So nearly twenty felony level crimes in Hennepin County, um, they've gotten rid of bail requirements. And one of the big yeah. ones is uh, is uh, you can uh, theft of things that are valued under thirty-five thousand dollars. And you know why they did that? Because the carjackings. yeah, because carjackings just skyrocketed in Minneapolis here, and they're like, well, these poor people. It's these poor, poor people that are carjacking. They just, you know, they're trying to feed their family. <laughs> no, they're not. I know. It's fucking retarded. I know. So, and then, um, you know, they, uh, our, what is our crime rate? It's up like an ungodly amount in Minneapolis. Well, I've heard a bunch of numbers. The last I heard was carjackings are up 500%. Mm-hmm. The crime rate is, this is Minneapolis city, city proper. Um, the crime rates up like 300% and there have been 500 murders. Yeah. Now that number seems really high. That, I don't know if I trust that one, but yeah, that one seems that came from no. a, from a decent source, but that just seems, yeah, that's, that seems high. That's ridiculously high. That can't be right. 
but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure on the other two. Yeah. So, um, all right. I want to move on to. Uh, do you see that AOC Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, is uh, the Goya Employee of the Month? And Goya is the Mexican. Goya is the uh, Latino food company uh, that that uh, mm. the president. Mostly Goya beans of, when you think of Goya, right? Yeah, back in June, he was at the White House and said, you know, we're fortunate to have this great leader in Trump. And, you know, AOC said, hey, you know, stop buying Goya stuff and this guy's a show for Trump. And so they called for a boycott. Well, according to this guy, and this seems fairly unrealistic, but I'm willing to take his word for it. He's the CEO of the company. Third generation Latino company, by the way. Um, uh, employs a ton of people. And uh, he said... Their business is up a thousand percent since she said that. <laughs> so he made her an honorary employee of the month. That's now he, he was doing it sort of to stick it to her. Yeah, At the same great. time, he said, he said, listen, I'm sure she's a smart, well-intentioned person, but she's just being dumb, you know? So he's trying to give her every benefit of the doubt. But his point was, you know, you can say you're going to boycott us, but we made a shit ton of money when you did that. I loved that piece. That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, AOC is uh, also embracing capitalism now, too. Yeah, she's selling her $58 sweatshirts. Yeah, it says uh, tax the rich, and then it's got AOC. So she's branding. Yeah, you think she's, uh, like, silk screening those herself at home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, she's, she's uh, yeah, she, no, she's uh, gone down to Chinatown and got all the 12 and 11-year-old girls to do it. You know what I think we should do? And this is, uh, I said last time I have uh, two announcements. This is this is one of my two. Um, but I think we should make some uh, T-shirts that say uh, taxes theft and uh, put uh, quotes around it and at the bottom attribute it to AOC. <laughs> you know? Okay. Get a cease and desist order from her. But uh, Crow did uh, put our logo on a uh, t-shirt uh, and I found a company that's going to kind uh, of make those for us and so we're going to have some Bread and Circuses podcast t-shirts here. And I got to so, say the slave labor that I got to do that logo they did a hell of a job. So, yeah. You know, whatever that Chinese, that Chinese you, uh, well, it's like Chinese slave labor I, I outsourced it to China. So oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they got the, 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 Uyghur, the Uyghur Muslim Chinese people I think they did it for me. No, just the people who got their organs. Well, yeah, I got an I got a kidney too, along with yeah. it. So it was like a, a two for one deal. Yeah, those are pretty expensive. You know, you get those uh, halal <laughs> organs. Yeah. You know, there's extra charge for that. Yeah. So, um, and just today, uh, Trump signed an executive order to keep all the vaccines for uh, COVID in America. So any American company making vaccines. American people get those first. Now, you'd think that would make sense, except that Biden was talking about how we really should distribute this worldwide before we worry about vaccinating all of our people. Right. More of this America last attitude that uh, that he was part of in the Obama administration. Yeah. Lead from behind kind yeah. of thing. Well, that, so not just lead from behind, but the fact that, you know, it's our time is up. We, we've yeah. we've we've uh, prospered on the backs of other other people uh, for too long, and now we need to take a back seat in everything and let other people go first. 
well, even, you though, know even though we're paying for slavery. everything and we're paying for everything. But that, you know, that's part of our cross to bear, right? Right. But we're, you know, we're a nation built on slavery, right? We're a nation built on ending slavery. No, no, no. See, look, my kids are learning in school the, the right way. Oh. But, uh, you know, slave labor built everything. Oh, remember, uh, uh, real quick, uh, in Minneapolis, they, they um, pulled down the Christopher Columbus statue a few months yeah. ago. And how they were promising, um, the mayor was promising that, well, I think there was a city council member part of it that actually planned it. And the mayor yeah. was promising that there was going to be, you know, consequences for it. Well, yep. nope, charges dropped. Well, he does have to do 100 hours of community service. Oh, but it, it's pretty much whatever he wants to do. I mean, he's a community yeah. a, he's a community activist, so, you know, he's already knows how to do community service. I mean, he just goes around and, you know. Well, I think just by existing and breathing, he's doing community well, he'll service, He'll go around right? and rabble rouse and, and, and get people all riled up against uh, the, the white patriarchy, and he'll, you know, inspire people to protest on bridges, and that'll be part of his community service. There you go. Perfect. Done and done. Um, well, the reason, back to this Trump vaccine, the reason this is important because people say, well, what's the big deal? Biden can just reverse that executive order. He can, but he's now the president who reverse an executive order to keep vaccines for COVID in the country. Well, so, before he even gets to that point, he's going to um, disagree with Kamala and die of a, or get a really bad disease and step down. Did you watch Tim Pool's video where his uh, stupid long-haired buddy was saying, no, 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 that's not what he said, and Tim was really getting after him? I know I didn't. I'd love to see that because I can't stand Tim said, that No, that's guy. exactly what he said. And he goes, no, no, no. What he meant was, and Tim goes, no, 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 no. He goes, stop right there. Mm -hmm. He's like, shut up, stop, stop talking. He goes, you do not get to interpret mm -hmm. what Biden said. Nope. He goes, no. He, he guy, the guy goes, well, there's no way he really could have meant that. And Tim goes, you don't get to decide what you think he meant. We're going by what he said. Yeah. If, that if, guy's getting kicked off Tim's show pretty soon. I yeah. The, the, he shuts him up quite a bit. It's pretty funny, actually. Like he's he'll just shut him shit. down. Oh, he's so dumb. He's such he's like a he's like your typical hippy dippy kind of idiot. What's so. his name? Like Lucas or oh, something like that. I don't even. Yeah. It doesn't even register. Um, we we talked a lot about uh, these uh, Democrats who are violating their own orders. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to get to that, but I think we sort of covered that one. I've got. Um, I've got. Oh, sorry. You're gonna see more of it. Yeah, because that they they just the whole point of this kind of exercise of putting us in our place is that they are the elites. They are the ones that, you know, they deserve, I mean, they're important people and, you know, they have to fly in jets and they have to get their hair did because they're the, the public face of, of, of people they represent, you know, they're better than us and they truly believe that. So it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's not jokey, jokey stuff. These, these, these elites, the, a lot of these Democrats and these millionaire elites and, or want to be millionaire Democrat elites, they, they really do believe they're better than everybody else. You know, and no, so they, they can't, know they're better than yeah, everybody else. And they else. can't help themselves, but, but, you know, be hypocrites. Uh, and they've, they've had cover for so long, especially in, you know, these blue, blue cities, like Minneapolis, they've had cover uh, from the media for so long, and they're so used to getting away with it. The problem is, it's it's a lot harder now. There's there's a lot more, you know, everybody everybody's a citizen journalist now. They've you know you've got a phone and you can stream it and you can put it up on the web, but it'll get found. The internet's forever, 
at least for now. Well, it's like we talked about Max Public House. Did you see uh, the guy from there got arrested for uh, doing uh, for having uh, people come in? He wasn't officially charging. He said, but, you know, it's you can come in and uh, you can get food and drink. And if you want to leave something for it, you can. Yeah, like a donation. But it was totally voluntary. So the police showed up and arrested him. Um, so then apparently the New York City Sheriff's Department, which is, it's different. It's not necessarily a law enforcement in New York. It's not a law enforcement agency. It's a civil enforcement agency. So a lot of times these guys aren't uniformed. And uh, so he went back the next night, did the same thing again, and they ran up and chased him. And they were plainclothes guys who sort of jumped out from between some cars at midnight. As he was leaving, like he was, he was. Yeah. So he ran yeah. to his car and they, the story from the sheriff's department was he ran over one of these guys and the guy broke his leg. Well, it turns out that uh, the sheriffs apparently don't understand the concept of the 21st century and video surveillance everywhere. So the video clearly shows this sheriff and these two sheriffs chasing him down and one of them leaping onto the front of his car fucking to stop idiots. him from leaving. What a what a bunch of fucking assholes. And his leg wasn't broken. He sprained his knee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's his own goddamn fault. That what if they're learning the same shit that the uh, that these little BLM and protesters are doing, jumping on people's hoods, or well, jumping on then, cops, jumping on police officers' hoods, and then complaining, "Oh, they ran me over." You're doing the same damn thing, cops. I'm getting real tired of seeing this shit. Well, and then Pete Davidson, who was the guy who made fun of Brent, Ben Crenshaw yeah, being a hitman in the porn. So the story with him is he just had his movie out, The King of Staten Island, uh, where it talks about sort of his real life story. It's comedy, but it talks about how, you know, his dad was a fireman who died in 9-11. Well, he went on Saturday Night Live and started making fun of this guy. Well, a lot of people are in Staten Island are going, hey, you know, we were here for your family when your dad died in 9-11, you know, mm -hmm. and now you're you know, talking about what dumbasses we are in Staten Island. And uh, I, if I was that guy, I don't think I'd go home for a while. Yeah. You know? Um, so I just, you, we're going to keep seeing this hypocrisy. It's, it's amazing to me that you see these things happen and they still do it anyway. There was that, I think she's a city councilman in uh, Los Angeles. She, uh, said i'm probably getting that part wrong i do know that she's a person in government local government in california who uh said it's dangerous to staff to go eat at restaurants so we can't have outdoor dining sorry she voted to get rid of it and then she went and ate outside a couple hours later yeah like and right right before they took effect or something it's like yeah but if you yeah, believe it just... so, if you believe it so fucking hard why are you doing it if you believe that yeah, that's, a, that's a, a transmission, was... yeah, transmission vector, and, and and you're doing it for public safety, but then you rush out and go, well, I better have my last meal before this goes into effect from this restaurant. Fuck you! And that restaurant should have said, "Get the fuck out of here." I 100 percent agree. Of course, they they you know they they'll get their license taken away and they'll get harassed because that's how that's what they, that's how they do, you know. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, did we mention Gina Carano? She's at it again. Uh, I I don't mind. Let's mention Gina Carano. She's uh. She's we were talking about mentioning. this pre-show. She yeah. uh, she had another tweet out there, and it's fun to just watch the left go ape shit over this. I mean, they can't just go, "Hey, I like her in her show. 
Uh, now it's got to be like, we got to get her kicked off the Mandalorian. Yeah, real you know? quick, uh, former MMA fighter, uh, now actress uh, for Disney's Mandalorian. Yes, and extremely attractive. Yeah. Uh, not that that matters when it comes to this, but damn. Anyway, she... Uh, She's thick like she oatmeal, out... but in a good way. What's that? She's thick like oatmeal, but in a good, <laughs> in a good way. So she put out another tweet basically saying, hey, you know, when the vaccine comes, uh, I'll take it. But, you know, send it to me in the mail because it's too dangerous to go to the hospitals. You know, ah. we can't go out. She goes, we can't vote in person, so we can't leave the house to get a vaccine. So just send it to me. Take it. Trust me. I'll take it. Yeah, she's got kind of a, a good, like a wry sense of humor. I like it. She doesn't like, she doesn't like go all out in it. It's, a, it's, it's somewhat subtle. I like it. Yeah, she's sort of got a very sly, empty jar of fucks kind of sense of humor. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like, I don't care. Well, just... it's just like the former one where they were harassing her for not uh, putting her preferred pronouns on her bios. And she's like, well, I talked to, they go, your, your co-star, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, he does it. She goes, yeah, yeah, I talked to him about it. And, you know, we came to an understanding and, uh, you know. I'm, I'm, he does his thing. I do my thing. And then she uh, finally said, uh, put her pronouns up and it was beep, boop, bop. And people were like, yeah. oh, you're just making fun of uh, the whole thing. You, you just, you just doubled down and made it worse. I'm like, yeah, she did. Fuck you. <laughs> she did in a funny way. Well, to Pedro Pascal's credit, he did come out and support her. Yeah, he's he a did. douche. Yeah. Oh, he's a complete douche. But at least instead of sitting there being a cuck, he came out and was like, yeah, she's awesome. And well, did you hear it what was a, oh, It was a graphic. It was a little cartoon of like him hugging her. Oh, good. You know, yeah, I didn't see that. Did you? you yeah. Know, so uh, good for him. The girl who played the Black Panther's little sister in the Black Panther movie. Yep. Um, who I just that character I couldn't stand. But uh, I guess she um, posted a video of a, 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 a preacher because she's, you know, um, I guess she's a devout uh, Catholic, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it, the preacher was talking about, you know, the anti-vaccine stuff, basically, or this vaccine, saying this vaccine, you know, I'm not sure about it and questions about it. It wasn't like hardcore, like don't take the vaccine. It was just like, I have questions about this, you know, how... You know how safe it is that kind of thing it wasn't so she posted that and now they're you know they're coming after her now and hating on her um and they also i guess this preacher has also done stuff that they call anti-trans which who knows what that is you know it could be like jordan peterson's you know not not being forced to say pronouns or whatever but or say someone's you know a preferred pronoun but uh, anyways, the left are all coming after her saying, you know, cancel it. They were, you know, the, the same lefty blue haired, you know, SJWs that were, that were saying, uh, she should be the new black Panther, um, are now yeah. saying cancel her. And even Don Cheadle is getting in on it. You know, Don Cheadle needs to shut the fuck her up. Her name's Felicia something. And his latest post to her was by Felicia. It's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I didn't, I don't want to hear your bullshit. Yeah. Well, do you hear what, uh, uh, Kurt Russell said? about politics well it doesn't usually say that um actors need to you know realize that they're not um that they're they're not uh what they're not well, they're he jesters said, court jesters isn't that what he said or yeah something he like said that? he views himself as a court jester yeah, yeah, he says it. when you start commenting on politics yeah, they're not serious you know people. you lose that and he goes actors can go ahead and be informed on anything they want to be informed on just like anybody else. He goes, but the idea that saying something 
you know, is more important is just kind of stupid. And what's funny is he doesn't come out and make any uh, blatant partisan statements there. Although you can certainly, I think nowadays it's either you have an opinion on it, uh, you have a pro-left opinion, or you're the other side. I don't think there's people coming out other than a few, you know, we mentioned Gina Carano and people like that, but you know, Adam Carolla's got this theory that if you ask somebody a political question in Hollywood and they won't answer you, he goes Republican. Yeah. He said that if they just say, ah, I try and stay out of that, they're a Republican. Yeah. Oh, I, did, so, I, I was just thinking about Gina Carano on the Mandalorian. I guess Bill Burr um, was on uh, an episode of that from the first season. Yeah. I, I wonder if she got to interact with him at all. I don't think it was an episode that she was on. So, no, they were not in the same episode. So I don't think she, I wonder if she was anywhere near or was able to, because that'd be interesting to see how they got along. Um, he's going to yeah, be back Bill in Burr's... season two here. They're, they're, I guess the next episode is they're going to spring him out of pr the prison he's in. So um, his character. So I think she's she's supposed to be part of that. I don't, I'm not sure. Well, he's an interesting guy because he, you know, he seems to be someone who's kind of in the middle. Yeah. You know, he has some, lefty opinions on some stuff and some righty opinions on some other stuff. And I always get the feeling that the stuff that he agrees with the right on is sort of unintentional. Yeah. But he still is very strong in his opinions on stuff. And um, yeah, so I, he's an interesting guy. I, I think you can't, he's one of those guys who's hard to sort of pigeonhole. Although if you asked him, he'd probably tell you he's on the left. Yeah, I think so. But it seemed, so, you know, he's a big freedom of speech guy and a big Liberty guy, I think. As far as I can tell. As I think most comedians are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. One more thing in the Gina Carano deal. My son was, uh, my oldest was talking about people and their pronouns and all that stuff. Cause that's a big deal at his school. He's a middle schooler. And, and uh, I said, I said, yeah, when someone asks you what your pronouns are, just say beep, boop, bop. He busted <laughs> out laughing and he goes, where did you come up with that? And I told him the whole story. He goes, who is this woman? I said, ah, she used to be an MMA fighter. She's in the Mandalorian. He's like, Oh yeah, I know her. <laughs> Cardoon. So yeah, he's always excited when he finds a Republican, you know, he's, <laughs> I mean, as much as it sounds funny, cause you know, we talk about politics, you and I all the time. Plus, I mean, here we are, we have this podcast. My, my oldest talks about politics to the point where you just look at him and go, dude, you need to shut up. You need to just stop talking. Everything out of your mouth is how Democrats suck. And <laughs> and my wife says, well, he's just parroting everything you say. And I'm like, nope, he's not, because I don't say that stuff. I look at him sometimes and go, what the hell are you talking about? You know, yeah. I, I really work on trying to teach him to think critically, you know. Yeah. So um, I got one more. We got time for it? Yeah. Uh, so we may have touched on this. Um the Vanderbilt football team, the Commodores, the SEC team out of uh, out of uh, Tennessee, I believe. Uh, the SEC is the most powerful conference in college football, and Vanderbilt has always sucked. Vanderbilt is a you know good academic school, but it's in there with you know the Floridas and the um, Tennessees and the, I mean these Georgia these powerhouse teams. They've never been good. Right. Well, they're 0 8 this year, and their coach was, uh, they believe, on the brink. And even though he's a black coach, you'd be like, wow, they probably don't want to fire him. Um, but rumor has it he was going to get fired. 
and they don't know if this had something to do with it, but they think it might have. They got the goalie off the women's soccer team, and this happened a couple weeks ago, to come in and be the place kicker for the team. Uh, in other words, she kicks off, you know? Yeah. Well, they they won the opening toss or whatever and decided to either they're getting the ball first, they deferred, whatever. So they're going to kick off to start the second half. But they were so bad in the first half that they didn't score at all, so they don't have to kick off. So they play the first half, getting beat, and uh, she's going to kick off to start the second half. Well, apparently she comes into the locker room and is chewing out the team for not playing hard. She's the fucking kicker. I, I can't. Okay. I don't, can, is that true? Because that seems real fucking. Well, seems there's a there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of uh, sports outlets. Uh, one on uh, YouTube is Black and White Sports. Uh, he claims that that happened. I saw one other one where I can't remember the other site. So I don't know for sure that this happened. Um, it doesn't. It just adds to the story. Um, but it doesn't make the story. Yeah. The story was they put this woman out there to kick off in the second half. Oh, I saw the okay? video of this. <laughs> and her kick sucked. Yeah, it was bad. It was, <laughs> it was this squib kick, 30-yard kind of thing. Well, it wasn't even a squib. It was, it was, if it was intentional, it would be a squib kick. But that's the, yeah. yeah, that's what that was. I think you're getting to this. The coach actually said, no, no, no. We intended for her to do that kick. That was, that was an yeah. intentional squib kick. It was beautiful. It was I'm sorry. It was perfectly executed. <laughs> I'm sorry. My uh, days of high school football are well behind me, uh, but I could have kicked that ball better than she did. Well, her, I would her, do that. Her approach would, alone was funny. Well, seriously, right now, I'll bet her 500 bucks I can kick that ball farther than she can. Anyway, so uh, we um, were watching this uh, clip. And uh, she, you know, kicks the ball, and this guy just, just, instead of running it back, just kind of falls on it. So you feel like the other team was kind of in on this, too, knowing she was going to do this. Don't run it back and make her look bad, but that's just a guess on my part. Anyway, she gets made, like, the SEC Special Teams Player of the Month, <laughs> or for, of the week. Everybody's, uh, you go, girl, hey, you know, this is a big deal. She gets all, I think, teary-eyed about, uh, you know, this is for all those little girls out there. I, I'm sorry, the amount of little girls out there who want to play major college football or major pro football, call me sexist if you want. I bet there's not 10,000 of them, you know? You know, and yeah. And so anyway, she goes out there, she does this, you know, they, she gets all these accolades and everything. Well, several Vanderbilt players have quit the team good to the point where they have to forfeit their next game against Georgia. <laughs> now they say it was for COVID related stuff, which is very possible in uh, college football because COVID has gone around and they've had a lot of canceled games because of it. So again, it is possible. However, uh, I say it's unlikely because they didn't have a COVID outbreak on the team. I think the team just went, we're sick of this. Yeah, this why is, does she this get ridiculous? Why does she get all these accolades for sucking in a football game on a sucky team? You know. Yeah. So these guys are going out there and they're practicing. They're doing all this. They know they're going to play these powerhouse teams and get their butts kicked up and down the football field. 
look, these are the kind of football players who went to college for an education, you know? I mean, it just, it, it just isn't – football's not the major thing for them, you know? Um, they're probably smart kids who went to a school where they're still allowed to play football and get beat up every week by a powerhouse college team. You know, I mean, Alabama's in this conference. Alabama is the best football team bar none in college football right now. Anyway, this idea that the media has made such a hero out of a woman for sucking at a thing that guys do, um, I think is a disservice to women. It's pathetic. It's, you know, uh, it's the soft sexism of low expectations. Well, yeah, and to not to mention that, that you're you're taking a job, taking an, um, a job away from a guy or a ability for a guy to do that position and and to actually succeed in it, you know. Yeah. Oh, but they're saying, but that the guy's time's over. It's time for no. That's a male sport. That's what it's supposed to be. I don't know. Well, and the even funnier thing, just in like black I don't want I don't want men this. acting like women going into women's sports. Yeah. So. Uh, well, the guy in black and white sports whose name escapes me, sorry, uh, but he said apparently the punter on this team is a great punter. He's really good. And punters frequently, at least in the pros, will kick off because you don't have to have an accurate leg to kick off. You just need a big leg. And punting is harder than place kicking. You know, we're not talking about guys who are kicking field goals. Frequently a team will have a kicker who kicks field goals and their punter will kick off. Right. Um, so he said, I don't know if this punter can kick off at all, but I'm guessing he probably can. Yeah. And if he's that good a punter, I'm guessing he's not a bad uh, place kicker. And he's told to sit on the bench while this chick kicks a shitty football in a game. And, uh... and, and gets celebrated and for talk it. shit to and, her teammates. Well, that's the rumor. Yeah. And by the way, uh, coach got fired anyway. Yeah. Well, they're saying so, because he, he said, no, that was a perfectly executed kick. It was like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back is what they're saying. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. it sure is a good story. But uh, yeah. it just shows that uh, there is justice in the world. So. so speaking of justice and injustice, there's a story I just kind of uh, came up with as we were doing the show here from Alpha News. Um, this is uh, Minneapolis. No, wait, is this Minneapolis? Um, yeah, it's local. So charges, here's the headline, charges, man who was shot by now fired officer, live streamed sexual assault, kidnapped woman. Joseph Javante Washington, 31, kidnapped a woman at knife point before crashing her vehicle in St. Paul, where he eventually encountered St. Paul police. So, Oh, is this the guy naked in the dumpster? He was shot by St. Paul police officer. So the man was shot by St. Paul police officer Saturday night. Allegedly, he forced an ex-girlfriend to perform oral sex on him and repeatedly punched her in the face, all while live streaming the crime to her social media accounts. Whew, that's an evil son of a bitch. Well, and, you know, just if you look at it in the context of what happened, it's a apparently disturbed naked guy climbing out of a dumpster with tons of cops around. And when he was shot, he wasn't that close to cops. Yeah. I can see how people were disturbed by that. 
Well, the idea that a cop just gets fired out of it, though. Let you find out get... find out what this motherfucker did before, and like you know, I'm clapping for this cop. So oh, absolutely. So, so he uh, kidnapped the woman at knife point before crashing her vehicle, um, and counter police while hiding naked in a dumpster. St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell announced during a Tuesday press conference that he took swift, decisive, and serious action against the officer, Anthony Dean, who shot Washington, a black man. Several media outlets later confirmed that Dean was fired. Quote, At some point, the man climbed out of the dumpster and ran towards officers, according to preliminary information. Officers deployed tasers and a canine in an effort to stop him, and one officer shot the man, who was struck at least twice, unquote. Um, that was the police department uh, press release. Um, Minnesota uh, Department of Public Safety identified Washington as the man who was shot. Partial body cam footage released shows him running towards a group of officers as they explicitly warned him not to do so. Washington was un- unarmed, but reportedly yelled to police that he had a gun, um, according to dispatch audio. Yeah, he sh- had it shoved up his ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm believe- surprised to hear that this guy's black because it looked to me in the video like he was white. Really? Yeah, it did. All right. So, well, so anyways, the uh, there's it's a long article, so I'm going to get towards the end here, though. Um, so during the sexual assault, the defendant used the victim's cell phone to record her and live stream the video on the victim's Facebook and Snapchat accounts. Snapchat, sorry. The victim later provided police with two videos of the assault taken by the defendant. Defendants can. Defendant, the defendant can be heard threatening to kill the victim throughout the video while she performed oral sex on him. At times during the video, the victim can be heard crying. I mean, this guy needs to get not only killed and put out like a like a rabid dog, but he also needs a little bit of torture too. Victim was <laughs> that's just that's a that's crow. I don't. I'm not speaking for a rooster on this one. Victim was visibly injured to her eye in the video. Uh, she received multiple text fr- uh, messages from friends alerting her that the broadcast was, you know, was happening. Um, so Chief Axtell said the officer who shot Washington failed to live up to the apartment stand- standards. And he goes, quote, thankfully, that man survived and is recovering at Regents Hospital, unquote. You know, I don't think he should be killed. I just think he should uh, have to perform force to be perform oral sex on a guy like twice his size. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, I, I think some people deserve, I mean, I, they deserve, I think putting them down like a rabbit dog is too good for some people. I think that's yeah. too easy. I think I'm all for uh, causing a little suffering in return. So, Hey, uh, you mentioned these being St. Paul police quick. One thing that only came up that I was thinking of just because we're it's related to St. Paul. Uh story just came out that uh, St. Paul... Um, you know, we're talking about kids who aren't in school and all this and how they're struggling because of it. I mean, my kids are smart kids and we're on them about school. And even my youngest is kind of struggling with this, uh, um, you know, distance learning stuff. It's just tough for them to focus and tough to not be in school with their uh, schoolmates and their friends and everything. St. Paul School District uh, in high school right now has a 40% failure rate. 40% of the kids attending St. Paul schools are failing. Wow. In high school, this we can't look. You fail a grade in elementary school, shit. Move them along. You're not learning much anyway. I mean, not that you can be uh, you can be behind in in elementary school or maybe even middle school, but you can't be failing stuff in high school. And these kids are failing some because they're not showing up for class, but some of them they just can't 
They can't do it without the support around. Yeah, but by all means, so. continue this uh, lockdown bullshit uh, for a disease that um, isn't going to hurt um, anybody uh, that's healthy or young. Just by all means, just fuck up our whole society at this point. It's already fucked to begin with, so we're just uh, we're just accelerating the dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, I know we're up on time. Two very, very quick things. Uh, one, uh, I have to correct myself from the last podcast. I said from that Johns Hopkins study that the person who published it was a doctor, it was the not student, a doctor. Student paper, wasn't a, it? What's that? Wasn't that the student the student paper? No, it was a, it was a student paper, but it was an economics and statistics oh, yeah, yeah. professor. Okay, you said who doctor. published it. So not exactly a stupid person, yeah. not someone who didn't know what they were talking about, right. and certainly not someone who was saying that COVID was fake. Just saying, hey, here are some numbers we need to talk about. Yeah. Per perf um, so perfect, yeah, perfectly rational and reasonable. I was wrong in saying that person was a doctor. Okay. Uh, and finally, my other big announcement is by the time this show airs podcast wise, which being a couple days after today, we bread and circuses podcast will be on parlor. Yeah. Yeah. So you, guys Fuck, you know what? Follow us on there. And I've been getting after you. Like how long I've been getting after you to get on Twitter and kind of make fuck Twitter. We don't need Twitter. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's funny the amount of you're seeing Republicans get on, uh, on parlor going, I have more followers in three days on parlor than I had in three years on, on Twitter. And it just shows that people are getting throttled. Our page on Facebook is getting throttled. And I know that because I always sort of assumed it based on a couple things. Facebook has flat out told me that we've been downgraded and it's harder for us to see. So the more stuff you share from our page, especially with people who don't follow it, the better off we are and the more it helps us. But uh, we should be on Parlor very soon. So if you're not on there, download the app and follow us. And uh, it uh, it'll help us get the podcast out there more. Yeah. So and if but if you want to contact us, um, story ideas or just to uh, comment on something or you know tell Rooster that uh, you love the dulcet sounds of his beautiful beautiful voice, you can do that. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's on. Uh, Rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com or crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com. I already said everything I had to say, so... See you, bye.